listening to the Becoming More Me podcast with me, Teresa Lear Levine. You're already enough, but if you're anything like me, you thrive when you're stretching and developing yourself, creating more of the person you feel called to be. This podcast is here to inspire and support you. Let's release the negative, reinforce the positive, and elevate our vibe together as we tap into our limitless potential to transform and grow. Hello, 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 and happy October. I can't believe it's October already. And I also can't believe that we've gotten so many episodes of this podcast up already. I, this is like therapy for me, honestly, guys. I mean, there's so many things that I'm able to work through as I convey them to you guys, just like conversationally. And I would love to hear more about how you're enjoying the podcast. And I don't mean like, do you like it? I mean, how do you listen to it? Do you listen to it in your car? Do you listen to it while you're doing chores? Do you listen in the shower? Like what is your favorite mode of listening? I personally enjoy podcasts. So I'm, y'all know I'm like a huge audio learner. Um, I think I have, oh goodness gracious. Do we need to check the audible? I am an audible addict. And, you know, there's something about using a certain platform and getting hooked on it because it's like, I don't want to listen to stuff on like other apps because I like the notes that I'm able to take and keep and the organizational things that I've gotten, you know, working for me on audible. So I was looking today because I don't know, like if you do audible, like, you know, how like things come, oh, it's horrible trying to show you on here. So I won't. Um, but like whatever you've listened to most recently is like at the top of your library. Well, I also have. I also have, um, you know, genres and, and different collections and lists and things, but I mainly just stick to like their main library. So whatever you listen to last is at the top, but sometimes I'll go through and I'll be looking for things maybe for a specific, um, you know, topic I'm presenting on or for my own learning or application of the material, or just because I enjoyed it and I want to listen to it again. So I had a whole bunch of stuff that like I had already read or whatever, like sitting at the top and it was driving me bonkers. So today I went and I pulled all the unfinished stuff <laughs> to the top of my library list and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 18 unfinished, but started books. That's how my crazy mind works. A little ADHD over here, guys, don't you think? Um, but I love it. And you know, some of the books I notice it takes me a really long time to work through books that actually require me to do exercises because I won't let myself just listen to the exercises. I want to do them. It's really important to me to do the work. Um, as with anything, I think that's one of the things that gets most often overlooked when you're somebody like me, like an EFT practitioner or a therapist, or and it can be anything, even people, you know health and fitness trainers or whatever, it's easy to talk the talk. It's not as easy to walk the walk. And it's not that we don't know what we need to do, but we're all human. And we all have certain amounts of self-sabotage and psychological reversal, lack of belief in ourselves, doubts, confidence issues, all sorts of things. Even people that have been working on it for a long, long time. So yeah, there's that. But I just found it humorous as I brought them up. But several of the books are ones that, you know, 
do require me to do things. Some of them like with my eyes closed or something. So I can't do them while I'm driving. Cause I love listening to audiobooks when I drive and same with podcasts. And that was my point as I'm babbling on here was that podcasts are normally like, like a light break for me. Cause I know that I didn't tune into it. Necess- I mean, you tune into a podcast cause you like the topic or you just enjoy the podcast or the conversations that tend to happen on that particular show. But when I read a book, it's like, I'm looking to take something away from it, or I want to make sure I don't miss something, or I really want to get all the aspects of the story. When I listen to a podcast, if like my kids interrupt me with a question or whatever, and I don't pause it and I miss 30 seconds or a minute, it's not usually the end of the world. So I like those for times when I feel like my mind has enough going on and I'm just looking for something light, something that, you know, makes my day better, maybe contribute something awesome to it, but that I'm not like depending on getting anything in particular out of, if that makes sense. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's just my weird brain, but I hope that part of the reason why you listen to this show is because you honor your weird brain too, and you feel some of these commonalities too. I um, September was a doozy guys. It was a doozy. Now, you know, some of the most recent shows on here have been um, some of the interviews that I did for different summits that I participated in. So that was a really large part of my month. And I was really lucky also to get to do some interviews with, I mean, you know, I said it on the interview, but getting to interview um, Megan Eggleston as my first guest was really important to me and getting to, you know, have that come to fruition was something that, that meant a lot to me. And then, you know, getting to interview Jenna with the breath work and just nice complimentary techniques, just such, such a nice way to begin the interviewing process on this show. And I'm really grateful for that. Not apparently I didn't turn my notifications off, but Hey, it is, you know, it's one of those repeating number times as I'm recording this, it's 555. It's the evening. And, uh, I do love seeing that. So I will be grateful that my notification just pinged. It wasn't because it was 555. I don't, I don't ever do notifications or anything that would actually alert me to the fact that it's a repeating number time. Like if you guys follow me, you know, I'm always posting, um, you know, screenshots of, of the clock or my Apple watch or the amount of time my workout took. It was like 33 minutes, 33 seconds and you know, whatever, like all these repeating things. Um, but I never, it's not like I set a timer and I'm like, Hey, timer go off in 33 minutes and 33 seconds so that I can capture that. It's, it's not synchronous to me or serendipitous or intuitive or spirit guidance. If you're pointing yourself to it with your own like, uh, tools, it's, I find it spirit guided when it just happens on you. And, you know, there are some days when it happens on me dozens of times and it's just so cool. And that's why for me, that's one of the signs that I lean into. So anyway, September, woohoo, it was crazy. You know, I think I've mentioned this on another show before, or at least in other places where I, I pop in, but, you know, we have four kids, four boys and there this year we have five schools. So my preschooler, they made so many weird changes with preschool as the year got ready to get started. And I thought we were like good to go. I thought we had like this awesome, like three day a week setup where the days were actually like almost as long as my regular kids school days, a little shorter. I was like, cool. It's like perfect for drop off and pick up. Plus I get like three decent days to like work and be productive and all that kind of stuff. And actually really enjoy the kids being at school. 
And then it was like a week or so before school started. And we find out that not enough families were interested. There's only like five families that were going to the school. It's beautiful. It's lovely. It's wonderful. I love it. But there wasn't enough interest in that longer day and three-day preschool set up to continue with it. So that dropped back to two days and it also cut an hour and a half off of the teaching time each of those days. So it's like, crap, like I was really kind of depending on that work time. I mean, I have more time with that during the summer with, with sitters coming over and things. So I scurried and I ended up getting a spot miraculously because I turned one down earlier in the year when I thought I had everything figured out at the same preschool cooperative that my high schooler went to. Now we didn't do any cooperatives for preschool in between him and this one, because there was not much time to cooperate. Um, there wasn't much time to just go into the classroom and, and work and be with the kids because of the, you know, younger ones at home and so on, but a pretty easy thing to do with the oldest and with the youngest, when you don't have other kids, as far as the oldest is concerned, which it was because there was almost, almost five years between my oldest and, um, my husband, Jeff and my first child. So we had some time to do things like that. Um, so yeah, really cool. We landed that spot and that's been working out well, but so I thought I had a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and a Tuesday, Thursday gig lined up. And then like right before that school started, they decided that they were going to do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I was like, Oh my goodness. So like he's double booked on Thursdays and he doesn't have anything on Mondays, but that's all right. Cause it's actually kind of nice just to have what we call our mommy and Jordan day and be able to do our thing. And he has, I mean, he's never been to school before. This is like, we, we always joke and we're like, okay, so we got no school last year and this year we're just making up for it by sending him to two schools. So we'll see if we can make up the difference, but he does love it. And there's different things, you know, the schools are very different, different environment, different class numbers, different, um, ways of going through the day. So I love it. I love that he's getting all of that exposure to all of these new and different ways of doing things. And I think that's really awesome. So I was kind of digressing in that September has been a doozy because four kids, five schools, and there's this national bus shortage. I'm sure you guys have heard about it. If you have kids that are school age, because I mean, it's a national bus shortage. It's not like it's just in our neck of the woods. And, um, <laughs> it's been mayhem. So imagine four kids for five schools and three of them are in the same like school system. So elementary school starts first earliest in the day. I'm sorry. I got that wrong. Ah, my nose itches. Sorry for watching the video. I'm like vigorously itching my nose. I hate it when that happens. Anyway, high school starts first and then middle school and then elementary school. And the preschool has nothing to do with the school district. So it's kind of like on its own schedule and it kind of overlaps with some of the other times, which makes it like if I were driving the model school, I'd have to be sometimes two places at once, which is impossible. But with the driver shortage, that's kind of what happens. But even more fun than that is that you don't get to find out whether your kid has a bus until sometimes after the bus would have normally already come. Mm-hmm. So like, I thank my lucky stars that I am an entrepreneur, that I do work from home, and that my schedule is flexible. But that doesn't mean that I have the time I've been giving up over these last few weeks because I shit you not five hours in the car most days. My kids don't go to school any more than seven miles from our house. So today, for instance, quarter, quarter tank of gas, 
And it was like four, it was a little over four and a half hours in the car. And there were two buses. So I had to get my middle schooler to school and my elementary schooler to school. And I had to pick both of them up. And we didn't find out about the elementary schooler until we already waited at the bus stop because this bus wasn't listed on the impacted list. I had to call the school. They're like, oh, we put it on Twitter. I'm like, Jesus, how many places do I need to check to find out if a bus is coming? And with the middle schooler, I knew. So I was actually able to plan that. I knew at like 5.30 this morning. So he doesn't need to leave until like 7.30. So two hours notice and I wake up early. So not the biggest deal, but here's the thing. I like routine. Like, and this has shown me how much it really like messes with my enjoyment of life in general when my routine gets messed with. And all I can think is that, so I have flexibility in my schedule, even if I, I mean, it's not flexibility that like I want to give up. I mean, I've, I've had to cancel client appointments. I've had to rearrange all sorts of things. I've had to cancel personal appointments, doctor's appointments, um, all sorts of stuff has had to get rearranged, moved around. I've missed, you know, important work time and deadlines and all sorts of stuff that I just drives me absolutely batty, but I'm able to do it is the point. Now there's all sorts of people out there right now that are starting new jobs or that are trying desperately to hang on to their jobs or that, you know, have been in jobs forever, but their job just doesn't have that flexibility. And I can only imagine the way that they are coping with this if they even are really coping with it and how many kids are just put in positions where like they're, they're being left alone or they're having to let themselves in or, you know, all those things. My grandfather used to always, cause I, when my mom went back to work, when my parents split, when I was in fourth grade or so, I would have to let myself in sometimes after school until my mom would get home. It was never very long. I didn't feel like, but you know, my grandfather always referred to me as a latchkey child. That was, I guess, the term for kids that were alone in that time because it was it was uncommon, but it's really quite common these days. But it's also, it's it's not something that we can even plan for. You know, my my elementary schooler and my preschooler get to sleep in the latest. But if I have to drive my middle schooler to school, I oftentimes have to wake them up earlier or I have to leave a note that my elementary schooler can read, but my preschooler can't saying, you know, I left your breakfast on the table and I'll be back in, you never even know how long. Cause here's the other part with the whole bus shortage. You have all those people driving. So it's really dangerous and unsafe the way the lines are forming around the schools for people to drop off and pick up because there are so many cars dropping off and picking up. And, you know, like I said, my kids don't go to school very far from my house. So none of them would normally take me more than a 15 minute drive to get there or to get back half hour round trip. But Oftentimes I'm waiting to get into the parking lot or to get out of the parking lot for anywhere from 15 to 45 minutes. And that's where all this time is coming from. It's just sitting. I seriously had to have like my massage therapist spend my whole session on my hip flexor. And I hadn't even thought of it until I got in there. And there's like, oh yeah, normally we see this with like truck drivers, people that sit in traffic a lot, blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, hey, that is me right now. That's my life. I am stop and go traffic, you know, parking the car half the time because you're sitting there for so long, just waiting in these lines. But I'm trying to be conscious of that, at least that I can take my foot off of the gas or the brake and, you know, just sit and maneuver my body around, stretch a little bit, that kind of thing. But just brings me back to, so, you know, I'm an EFT master practitioner. I know how to turn the switches off in my nervous system. I know 
when I'm going like batty about something and I need to bring it down, like I know how to help myself make that happen. And so many other people don't. And like, I can just see it as I am in the lines and everything else, just the stress on people's faces. And I can feel it. I mean, I'm an empath and I just like, you just, you feel that energy surrounding you that drains me so much. You know, I said to my husband today, I'm like these days when a, I don't know if I'm driving or not, so I can't plan or I have plans and then my plans have to get changed. And then I'm sitting in that energy and I'm stop and go and stop and go. And like, it kills me to, I mean, I drive an enormous van. So like filling the gas tank is, is, uh, you know, it, we, it's fine. Like we, we handle it and it's, it gets filled whenever it needs to. And that's a blessing, but it's still like, geez, like quarter of a tank of gas, just driving two kids to and from school today. Like that's ridiculous. It's not good for the environment. It's not good for the bank account. It's not good for anything. And, you know, it's like my, my kids joke and they're like, Oh yeah, mommy's taking another trip to nowhere. And I, I, you know, had to reassure them today. I'm like, it's a very important trip. It's to take you to school so that you can learn. And, you know, that's, that's valuable. And yeah, you know, I start and end at the same place and I don't get out of the car, but you know, I'm blessed to be able to do this and to have four healthy children to take to and from studies and things like that. Yes. It's frustrating. And, you know, by the end of the day today, the kids are all, Oh, can we go home? And I'm like, no, we have one more brother to pick up or, you know, whatever. And like, Oh, like, I don't love it either guys. I don't, but trying to make the most of it. So, you know, for all of you other busy moms out there that are working through this, I know it sucks, but you know, I'm just trying to look at the upside of it because there's really, there's nothing else that's doing any good to look at right now. So, and I know there's a million different reasons why this is happening and I'm hoping that it comes to an end soon, but in the meantime, I'm just going to count my blessings that we can do what we need to do to get the kids where they want to go. And boy, it really does kind of make me miss last year when everything was virtual and I didn't need to leave the house at all. Um, kind of like the kid going to two preschools, this almost feels like it's making up for drive time. And I don't, I don't need to ever make up for that time. I didn't spend in the car. It's not something that I miss. So I have, um, I've tried to be very conscious about making sure I take time to tap. In fact, I do a lot of my tapping in the car, kind of like reading the audiobooks, because, you know, you can very easily do your setup statement and gosh, today, like I was so irritated about, you know, not finding out about my elementary schoolers bus in the normal way. And also not until he would have already been on the bus. And that just really frustrated me. So, I mean, I'm tapping on the way to school, you know, even though I'm so frustrated with this bus situation, I love accept and forgive myself, even though this just feels completely insane. I love accept and forgive myself. And I'm, you know, I was, I was kind of cursing my head off and doing everything under my breath because I didn't need anybody else in my car to hear me, but you know, you can, you can do visual tapping. You can do silent tapping. You can do loud tapping. You can, you know, really beat those points if you need to. And I have found that very helpful to do some rounds of tapping while I'm driving. And sometimes they're not even related to that kind of frustration. I just, I work on my stuff in the car because that's a lot of time to be spending with no feeling of fulfillment. You know, I mean, yes, it's fulfilling to be able to take care of my kids, but that's a lot of hours. Like at the end of the week, Monday through Friday, that's upwards of 20 hours in the freaking car. Like, do you know how much stuff I could do that would just make so much bigger of an impact if I weren't in the car? That's all I can tell myself. So I, I feel for any of you that are going through that right now. And 
<laughs> if any of you are people that normally communicate with me more on social and you're like, where the heck did Teresa go? It's like, I'm, I'm in the car. Like, so I'm not texting and I'm, you know, sometimes I call, but usually not when I have kids in the car, which I often do, even if it's just the preschooler that's riding along, he likes to dominate my phone conversations. So <laughs> it's a little isolating. Um, unless I get in the car alone, when I'm in the car alone, I love talking on the phone, but I'm not much of a phone talker what about you guys. Do you talking on the phone? I feel kind of bad saying that. There's some people I love talking on the phone with, and I love a good long phone conversation, but that's a luxury. Like I don't give myself that very often. My mom and I talked for like 70 minutes on Friday night and it was amazing, but I was like legit running around the outside of my house, hiding in nooks and crannies so that people wouldn't find me. Cause I was like, I want this conversation. I want it to be mine. I don't want a kid interrupting it. And you know, taking my mom time. I'm, this is mine right now. So my husband finally found me. I was like, <laughs> like ducked in between a bay window and another window. And, you know, <laughs> I looked like I was drowning my sorrows because I was drinking a big green glass bottle, but it was Pellegrino. <laughs> it was just mineral water. Oh, should have been something else, but it had been quite a week. But now seriously, it's kind of funny today. Um, today it was national cinnamon bun day. And my husband's so cute with things like that. He always like brings us treats and things like that. And he was trying to get my middle schooler Jonah to guess what day it was because he loves cinnamon buns. And so finally I start like looking on my phone, you know, how like every day is like 10 different national something days. And <laughs> so today was also national vodka day national taco day. Um, there were several others, but those were the, those were the ones worth remembering. <laughs> so, and it was cinnamon bun day. So he had gone and gotten like, honestly, like the most delicious cinnamon buns at this, like Mr. Chips, I think it was called in DC. And so we all got to snack on those after we got home. Oh, they were delicious. And they were enormous too. Like we all ate like a third maybe of them. And then we like covered them up for later. Like, yeah, another time, another day, but we'll get back to this. It's delicious. And, um, and the kids have just been like so pent up because like they're in school and then they're stuck in the damn car. So they're going bonkers. And I just, you know, finally we all kind of got home from the school stuff. We ate our cinnamon bun snack. All just kind of like, here I am, you know, <laughs> recording my podcast. And I just, I looked at my husband and I'm like, yeah, next year, let's, uh, let's do the national vodka day. <laughs> That's what I need. But and then I, and I looked at him again and I'm like, yeah, no, cause I really don't even know the last time I drank vodka. So it's funny how, you know, you go from years when, you know, life kind of revolved around social drinking opportunities to that feeling like it's not aligned with living your best life. And how things just really change and grow and develop if you allow them to. I mean, things are going to change one way or another. So you might as well shape that change. You might as well be part of it. You might as well have a say and uh, a structure to the things that you can contribute to because there's so much that's going to change, whether you like it to or not, whether you're ready or not. And you just got to take the reins where and when you can. So, anyway. I'm parched. So I'm going to go drink some water, even though it's national vodka day. And, uh, <laughs> I thank you for listening. And I would love to hear whatever things came to your mind while you were listening to this episode. And for any of you out there that are dealing with this national bus shortage, I feel you. I feel you. 
and uh, hopefully this will all be done soon and, or (laughs) maybe we can all come up with some better carpools or last minute ways of making it easier for ourselves because our lives are busy. They were, our lives were already busy before all this. And it's just like, there's no end to the amount that gets piled on us sometimes, but isn't it amazing how we keep on going and we keep handling it and we keep figuring it out. That's what I love about it. Like when I can look back and be like, Oh yeah, hell yeah. Like it wasn't pretty, but we figured it out. And, um, here we are on the other side. That's, that's what I live for. So thanks again for listening. Thanks so much for listening. If you love this episode, please share it with a friend or post on social media and tag me so I can personally connect and thank you. Until next time, keep taking bold and brave action steps towards becoming more of who you want to be in this world. You are capable, you are worthy, and you are enough. Keep shining your light.